Welcome back to Dollars and Cents here with your business and investing news. Now with this particular podcast, I'm really kind of going to focus on the streaming war that's about to happen. I haven't spoken on it at all, really. So kind of want to go ahead and get that out. People want to compare out the gate, you know, stock, Netflix stock versus Disney stock. Netflix stocks is higher, but Disney is more affordable. And not say affordable because it's lower and the dividends are super strong. Uh, if I recall, Disney's a fucking dividend king. Netflix is not. Netflix ain't giving you shit. You just buying in Netflix at like two eighty something, hoping it's gonna go to five hundred and something. It fucking ain't. I'm just being honest. Unless Netflix adds video games, <laughs> which I don't even think people would still go for, because all the actual video game companies would never release their shit to Netflix since they all have their own thing. It's not going to 500. Netflix is still having issues getting their profit margins correct. Disney doesn't. Disney's been making revenue hand over fist and they make money off everything. I mean, they don't even make bad business. Their video games suck ass. They drop so many video game companies that they, they their video games suck and don't get it confused with like spider-man coming out on playstation and that doing well with me saying disney disney's games that's not a disney game that's a marvel character that's owned by disney it's not the same fucking thing disney also makes a lot of games but they suck but um <clears throat> The meat and potatoes of of the whole thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Goodness gracious. Is the fact that at the end of the day, even with Disney's price of Disney Plus, which is coming out on the 12th of next month, having a bundled package, which gives you ESPN and Hulu, which is smart because they automatically a lot of people are like you know uh, I'm not going to get it then they seen the Star Wars uh, Mandalorian trailer they're like oh I'm going to get it just for that then Disney released what is going to be available immediately and this is where people's argument of Netflix has a huger uh, library they have a huge original library of content. They have to buy a lot of stuff. Disney isn't spending no money on the library of shit they already own. Disney just unleashed everything. Well, they didn't even unleash everything. They unleashed probably about 30% of the stuff they already had. And they released stuff going back to 1960. As an adult, you're like, 
I can watch more stuff on Netflix. I can get violent horror anime. But then as an adult, you're like, man, they dropped Tailspin. Oh, shit. They dropped Darkwing Duck. Oh, shit. They dropped Gargoyles. Oh, shit. Now you're like, you're going to watch it for more than just The Mandalorian if you're a Star Wars fan. Because if you wasn't, now you have all that. Because you the stuff you grew up watching when after school, they just dropped. I mean, when was the last time you've seen anything about Tailspin or Gargoyles or Darkwing Duck? That's your childhood calling, saying you're going to spend this money and get this bundle. grown men and get your football and basketball on because you want to have ESPN as well. And they're going to get the women with the same cartoons plus a bunch of older stuff from way back then. That was more, you know, the little girls in you watched you know, the Lizzie McGuire's, the Hannah Montana's, uh, all that other stuff that honestly I didn't pay attention to because I'm, I'm a dude, so I just like flew right past it. But I mean, it's the stuff like, not to say that the ladies don't like the Darkwing Ducks and Gargoyles also, don't get it twisted. But I mean, it was stuff like that that pulled me in and it's going to pull a lot of people in when they dump an entire library. Like, the... The Rocketeer, which was a small cult hit, you know, um, the DuckTales movie, that was kind of like an Aladdin ripoff, but stuff like that, um, what is it, the, the something down under, rescuers down under or whatever, like, yo, you remember this shit, you want to watch it, plus you have access to a lot of old Disney cartoon movies that you never had access to before on a regular basis. And you're going to watch them. You're going to watch Aladdin so many fucking times. You're going to have this shit stuck in your head. Lion King cartoon so many times. It's going to be stuck in your head. I mean, it's just, it's just being honest. And as a parent, you're going to get, you're going to get Disney plus over Netflix. You're going to, because your kids are going to want it. Your husband's in the Marvel. You're in the Marvel. Your kids are probably in the Marvel. And you're going to be like, oh, we can watch the original. We can watch the 1994 X-Men cartoon and the 1990s Fantastic Four cartoon. The old Incredible Hulk cartoon from the 90s. Not the 80s crazy, you know, those versions, but the 90s one. If you, you remember them, you remember them. You understand what I'm saying? That's a lot of stuff that they ain't spend no money to put out that people are going to go watch. So in comparison of, oh, Disney got to spend hundreds of millions for the next years on content. No, they don't. They dropped enough stuff to take you out for like the next month and notice that the stuff that they listed was none of the new superhero shows that they talked about. Not one. None of them were. They only dropped the Mandalorian, I think one, maybe three, four other new things. They know what they're doing because they're Disney. That's why Netflix is really, to be honest, they don't have 
a they don't have much of a prayer in the long run. Other than Netflix will have horror, Netflix will have anime, you know, Netflix will push boundaries with some shows like they've done before. And Disney's just not going to do that. So they will have that. But then it depends on the type of person you are. And I know plenty of people that they don't really need all that. You know, there's plenty of people that don't do horror. They're going to have less reason for Netflix. They don't do anime. And they probably will just have Disney Plus. Because they'll have that huge library of stuff. And they haven't dropped anything yet. They haven't dropped everything. They dropped some of the stuff they own with Fox, like The Simpsons, you know, and a couple other movies I don't remember and shows. But you got to think, they haven't dropped Married with Children. They haven't dropped um, Futurama in the list. Futurama wasn't in the list. Married with Children wasn't in the list. Uh, Stuff that Fox owned... I think Fox had the Alien franchise, the Die Hard franchise, not in the list of stuff they dropped. They have the entire Fox library. Disney can literally drop horror movies just from Fox, which they are, because it's still Disney, still being Disney, that's Fox. They can drop every horror-ish thing Fox did on Halloween next year. They can unload every Chris. They can unload the Home Alone series or the Die Hard franchise. They can drop in December and pull people. You got It's not about the new content that Disney has to make. They have a library that is unrivaled. Between Disney and Fox, nobody's touching their library. Nobody. They got everything you want to see just from your childhood. Because those cartoons were under Fox. The old X-Men cartoon, that was Fox. The Fantastic Four was Fox. Those were Fox's cartoons. Because remember, Fox had the rights to X-Men and Fantastic Four. It's a lot of stuff they can still drop. It's not really... They want to say it's a streaming war because, you know, CBS and NBC is starting to get on after the fact. But... NBC doesn't have that type of library. Yes, yeah, NBC Universal, but I mean, besides Fast and the Furious and a couple movies here and there, what franchise do they have? You automatically think Fast and Furious. That, that's really it. They don't have a long running franchise, they have a bunch of, you know, hits here and there. You know, some animated stuff here and there, but it's Disney. The CBS Viacom merger. Who cares? These are networks that have been falling off. NBC is what? They got Friends. They got Heroes, which Lord knows after two seasons, nobody gave a fuck. That was it. CBS. But they're going to pull out Magnum P.I. Uh, Murder, She Wrote. The CSI franchise. All of the different versions of CSI. That'll get old quick. 
um, what's it? Uh, there was another thing I can't remember that they had, but it's like a bunch of murder investigation stuff with CBS. CBS hang out a lot. They don't. It's not a war. When one person has the best army, the best navy, the best air force, the best infantry, and freaking so much technology that you that they don't even need to physically man the stuff. It's not a war. When Disney hits their stride, which is going to take them a couple of years to really hit their stride. You know, probably I, I won't even give it that long. People say in 2024 and yeah, the stock is going to take a hit. Understand that you getting Disney stock It's going, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to have some red. Disney stock is always in the green for a lot, especially with revenue. But they're going to spend money to create some of the stuff that they're creating and ideas they got, especially with all these Marvel shows. They're going to have to come out of pocket. They got to pay these actors. They've been paying them in the movies. They probably paid them the same price they've been doing in the movies on these shows. You know, they want to keep the the integrity of the cinematic experience the same. So they're going to take hits financially not nothing crazy you know they're going to miss expectations a couple quarters whoop de doo I hate analyst expectations I, I really hate that I got such issues and they always be like it's, it's always something small you miss your expectations by like you know 0. 0.05 who gives a fuck but they make that shit such a big deal like shut the fuck up I missed, they missed expectations by 50 cent, by a dollar. If they miss it by like 10, 12, $20, I give a fuck. Shut up. I mean, 10, 20%. Yeah, that's something real, but they be missing shit by like nothing. When I, I hate reading that stuff. They, they missed it by fucking pocket change. Like, sh- get the fuck up. And then the stock drops by like, Eight percent, really? Because they missed it by like the smallest fucking margin. Fucking hate analysts. That's why I hate when people do it. But whatever. Uh, which is why I love a lot of companies when they're doing something new and they know they got to spend the money for it. They do their own their own personal expectations. They drop lower. So that if the shit ends up higher, great. People will love it and the stock price will go up. Like, it, it literally makes sense to undershoot your expectations because when they come back and it's higher than you thought, your stock is going up just because people are idiots and don't think about the fact of the other stuff you've done the previous quarter or previous year, acquisitions, mergers, whatever, whatever, cost. So, of course, when you talk about my, you know, my cash on hand might have dropped, you know, expenditures, whatever. But, yeah, it's not a war. It's not a war. Disney has it hand over fist. Just, they do. Um, Netflix has the numbers. 
in subscribers, but that doesn't account for nothing when Disney has the name Disney. I mean, Disney has the name. Y'all just have the subscribers. Whoopee. That same number they can take. But that's my opinion. Disney gonna own it. They'll miss expectations. Maybe like two quarters. Not a lot. And uh, they're still gonna kill the game. Because they got such a huge library. And they haven't dropped their entire library at all. There's enough old stuff for people to watch forever. And it's for everybody. The kid in you is gonna sit there and wanna watch <laughs> cartoons for the longest. Tell me I'm lying. And then there's all the stuff, like I said, they still haven't dropped. Like, I didn't see Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, Married with Children, you know, like I said, Die Hard franchise, the Alien franchise, all these things that they own through Fox. They didn't drop yet. A lot of their own stuff, they ain't drop yet. Disney, Disney Plus is good. Getting Disney stock is way smarter than having Netflix stock all day long. Moving on, though. Uh, one of my followers on Instagram, which if you are not on my Instagram, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I don't do a podcast every day, but I put content up damn near three to four, damn near three times a day. And even on weekends, sometimes. So it's a rarity. If you catch me not posting content on a day on Instagram, that means I had other stuff going on. Like a lot of family stuff, daughter's christenings and stuff like that. But uh, he put me on to Appian Core. That's A-P-P-I-N Core. They are trading under A-P-P-N. They're a cloud computing company. And, um, you know, he was like, uh, he had a couple of them he named, but specifically this one, I definitely say keep an eye on this one. Uh, it's currently at 46.98. It did peak this year. Uh, it peaked up around 60. Now, granted, he probably got in. Uh, hopefully I didn't, I didn't ask him, but he, hopefully he got in like back in 2017 when the stock was at like $17. Cause that'd be beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful as fuck. If you, if you got the stock back in 2017 and they hit the all time high at 60 freaking this year, it, I mean, do I, I don't need to do the math for y'all. It is what it is. And that's actually when it, um, IPO'd. Back in 2017. Company's old though. Company's been around since like 1999. Uh, yeah, it's did. Uh, I like the way it looks. I think it'll go, even though it did get up to the 60s and it's down to the 40s, I do feel like it's going to make its way back up there. Uh, like I said, it's a cloud computing company. Trading under APPN, I definitely think this is a stock worth keeping an eye on. So, keep an eye on it, like I said. Uh, another I want to bring up 
Accenture, who uh, they struck a deal with a French firm, Sutter Mills. This actually happened a couple days ago. I never got to post it on my Instagram. I had a bunch of other stuff that I was posting. Didn't get a chance to. But I still wanted to give this information to y'all. Uh, Sutter Mills is a firm that specializes in developing and executing data-driven marketing strategies for their clients. Um, now, this deal would definitely strengthen the Accenture's interactive's ability to help the brands in France and throughout Europe and leverage data to deploy some good marketing strategies. The financial terms weren't really disclosed on this one, but to let you know what Accenture I don't know why I'm pronouncing it so weird. Now, their stock is... <laughs> their stock is currently at 185.82. Now, this is one... Like I said, I, I think the legs are good. Uh, some people may be familiar with Accenture. If you're into technology this is a fortune 500 company i'm not quite sure if i checked their financials or not i feel like i did and i just forgot actually i do feel like i did and as i'm looking at them right now financials are good you know it, it's i'm looking right now that shit is green all across the board past Four quarters, greenage, 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 which is good, especially since they have dividends. Now, their dividend yield is 1.72%. Um, if I didn't bring up what they trade under, they trade under ACN, which I think I didn't. So that's ACN, which is Accenture PLC. Uh, like I said, it's strategy consulting digital technology operations and services they provide uh dividend yield 172% they started 2019 <clears throat> at 14059 they're currently at 18583 i think they can do the twos next year next year they can do 200s they did do their all-time high also this year which is not new a lot of companies despite all the bullshit <laughs> in the market and what people like to be oh it's about to crash and all this other bullshit a lot of companies hit their all-time high this year which my thing is it won't be the first time i mean it won't be the last you know like last year a lot of companies hit an all-time high then this year if they hit another all-time high i think that's a pattern that's not going to stop one patterns like that show growth these companies are on the move up catch them granted we all want to catch a company when it's at like twenty dollars and it get to 185 Hey, but if you got something like this with strong revenue, good financials, no negatives as it pertains to, you know, cash on hand expenditures, you know, none of just no red. Like, and I don't recommend 
companies that be ready shit at all. You know, net income, net profit margin, operating income, revenue costs, all that shit is good. Run with it. ACN, Accenture. Now, another one that I personally came across was NF Energy. Now, the thing about this one in particular, this stock was cheap as shit. Uh, I, I, this was one. There was a couple that were really cheap that I was trying to follow, but it was a lot of stuff I was doing this week, uh, past couple of weeks, and I honestly missed the fucking boat. This was one of them that I missed because I'm like, this shit is going to spike. And it's going to be beautiful as shit. I missed it. Missed a lot. Just a lot to follow. Uh, literally, this company was at a dollar and some change. And when I say a dollar and some change, I mean a dollar and seven cents earlier this month. And it's one of those companies that did drop this year, like dramatically. From being in the 20s on down. But. With some of those companies. Depending on the type of company. Huge chances. There's a good chance that they'll have a spike. For some reason. Now this is not to talk about the ones that are like 35 cents. Like I said it was just a dollar some change. Which granted since they spiked. They don't have to worry about. Probably they don't. They don't have to worry about doing a stock split because they done jumped up, which they jumped to. Uh, they spiked to nine dollars, which <laughs> I don't need to do your math. A dollar to nine dollars. That's significant, especially when the stock could only cost you a dollar. Yeah. All right. Yes. You can do your own math. Um, it's currently holding uh, in the $5 range, which is a good sign. It didn't jump up and drop the fuck back down. It's actually holding up there. That's good. That's a good indication that this is not something where, in some cases, somebody working somewhere did something... That'll make the stock price jump so they can sell off some shares, make some money, etc. It happens. I'm not here to talk about that. I don't judge. That's for the government to deal with. Whatever, whatever. And that did happen when one of the other companies that I was watching. I expected some something slick like that, which did happen. Which I missed it. But, you know, whatever. And that's not because I had inside information. It's just, you follow enough CEOs and yeah. <laughs> anyways, it's a B I M I is what it's traded under. And that's NF energy saving core. Uh, I like that it's holding at five. Uh, I didn't give no information on this company. So sorry. They are, uh, it's a Chinese based company. They just completed the acquisition. <clears throat> Of something I cannot pronounce properly, <clears throat> but I'm gonna go ahead and fuck it up. Bohi Zenji Pharmacy Chain. 
It's about 300 plus stores. Um, like I said, uh, they have investment partners, Dragon Gate Investment. You know, it's not a lot going on besides that with them. That, uh, you know, they could have got their ducks in a row. Then on top of that acquisition, like I said, with their investor relations plan and with the completion of the acquisition, you know, the market saw opportunity within that company called that spike. And there you go. But like I said, it's sitting at 542. Um, I don't know if it's going to. It's holding there. It is slight. Like I said, it, it is. It's a drop from the nine dollar range. It may continue to drop. So uh, I would say hold off getting this one. It may slowly come down. And if you feel comfortable, purely you, like I said, the, um, I expected a spike with this. I got it. I missed it. I don't feel like it's going to be the last one, though. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like it's going to be the last one. It may not be as subtle because, honestly, the spike really happened over the past... Uh, I'd probably really say past year between 2018 now and 2019 um, the stock has relatively been cheap most of the time but it's not the first time it's spiked back in 2010 you know $13 range so it does have a pattern of these spikes uh, despite where it started, which was in the 200s, happens like that. Uh, I, I just don't feel like this is a company that should be counted out. I feel like this is something you could get at a dumb cheap price and expect a spike. So I'd probably set a marker at a certain price, uh, especially if it continues to drop back down to like the dollar range. And then, like I said, if they do do a stock split, that definitely is not going to, that, that's a benefit to you. But um, given that they didn't do it before, and at some point it was really cheap in the sense, and then raised up, I would definitely keep a watch on this one. It gets lower, which it might, I, I'd go for it. NF Energy Saving Core. But that's actually all I got for you for this um this podcast covering the streaming wars and a little information on the end on the end piece. People that want to count Disney out, you're you're a fucking idiot. Disney Plus is gonna take some hits, uh and it's you know revenue expectations for probably a couple quarters after the release. But I don't think it's really going to be as crazy as a lot of people think. Disney has plenty of fucking money. 
I don't think it's going to hurt them at all. Because they literally just released an entire library of stuff they already had. Like, what did it cost them? They didn't be like, oh, here's 50 movies that we just made just for the streaming service. Absolutely not. I think they, they released like maybe five new programs. Everything else is out their library. And they're probably going to keep doing that. Releasing a huge chunk of their library with, sprinkled with some new stuff. Huge library sprinkled with some new stuff. Smart. They don't need to fill it up or buy stuff from anybody else. That's the difference in Netflix. Disney's not going to buy nothing. They're just going to wait till contracts end and get their own stuff back. That's Disney stock is going to get up there. Where Netflix stock is, Disney stock will be at. Which means Disney stock is, even though it's in the hundreds now, it's going to double up into the twos so you can get that 100% return getting in it now. You can still get that 100% return. And that little 10%, 12% shit really ain't how I roll. Some people, like they roll like that. I'm really not for that. I'm like, if it ain't 50% or above, I have no desire to recommend this shit to you. Like, I fucking won't. You're not going to get a podcast and be like, yeah, this is probably going to do like, you know, it might jump up like $3. Then after that, y'all should get rid of it. No, I'm going to tell you it's going to get to the fucking hundreds. Get the shit now. It's going to get around about 250 something like that. You know, get the shit. Because after that, I'm like, I don't see this shit going much higher than that. You understand? Money is money, but significant. Significant returns make a significant impact on your life. And that's what the fuck I'm here for. Because I want a significant impact in my motherfucking bank account. Why would I not want that for you? Styles and cents. Later.